This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yelton, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General John McClain. Welcome, welcome to Next one for me, John. We're doing a six-pack of position battles. John's giving us two. Here's my second one. Um, similar to the wide receiver position, and then I'm talking about the back end of the room. Um, but this is also kind of combined, uh, you know, got a make or break in here as well, and it's Brevin Jordan, the back end of the tight end room. I think the top of the tight end room, I'm kind of bullish on. I think Dalton Schultz is one of the more underrated tight ends in the league. Uh, Tegan Catoriano is a name that you and I brought up on the podcast before when we did our offensive preview last week. I thought that was a – I think Tegan Catoriano has a little bit of secret weapon vibe to him. I think those are those are two solid tight ends right there. Brevin Jordan was a the guy they drafted in the fifth round a couple of years ago, and the thought was back then that the Texans got a pretty good steal right there, that he was somebody who could have gone earlier based on some of his productivity at Miami. Undersized, but pretty athletic for what he does. It just hasn't translated in the NFL for him. And I know the Texans haven't been good offensively, so that's dragged a lot of people down. But he's had a hard time staying healthy as well. He's been a healthy scratch at times for this team. So Brevin Jordan – Mason Shrek, and and then maybe, honestly, John, I, I think you can make a case that the Texans' third or fourth tight end, if they choose to go that deep into the tight end pool, might be playing on somebody else's team right now. You know, it might be Brevin Jordan versus Mason Shrek versus the film on 31 other teams, right? That's a good point. I don't I, – they, hopefully the wide receivers who are more – seem to be more talented and they're younger – that they'll keep an extra them one of the wideouts, maybe at the expense of an extra tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even though uh, if you look at the 49ers and what they did, you know, they had a great wideout, a great running back, and a great tight end. So I'm sure that's what D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick would like to have here, but you can't do it all in one off season. But I think you're right, exactly right on the tight end. What's your last one, John? I thought about backup safety. We know who the starters are going to be. Now start thinking about the defensive line. Last year when the, when they were healthy, it was Jerry Hughes and Jonathan Grenard. Hughes led him in sacks last year. Grenard led him in sacks the year before. Grenard's like Nico Collins. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's been more productive than Collins. So Will Anderson, Jr. is going to start. So who's going to start at the other spot? Hughes, Grenard. Is one because Hughes played the right side, but he also played the left. Well, one of one of them's going to have to come off the bench. Will and it ain't going to be Will Anderson Jr. So will it be uh, Jonathan Gennard or Jerry Hughes that starts opposite uh, Anderson? And uh, which one will 
will not be playing because they're not going to play three defensive ends. They're all undersized. None of them are like 265, 270 like you get when you play a 3-4. And, and, uh, but it's between Hughes and Grenard who starts opposite Will Anderson Jr. Yeah, it's a big year for Grenard. <laughs> I mean, he's he's uh, he was somebody that came into last season with a whole lot of fanfare. I, I he had a nice 2021. That was the year he had eight sacks in 12 games. Um, it felt like he did for a guy who had eight sacks in 12 games. It didn't feel like he pressured the passer a lot. It felt like he like when he got there, he got him down on the ground. Um, but I, you know, I, th- I feel like Grenard might have been like a decent player on just a really bad team and stood out because of that. Uh, I think it's up to him to prove that he can be consistent this year, you know, and stay healthy. Health is even that year he had the eight sacks, John. He still missed five games that year, you know. And this is a contract year. Yes. And Sean, you know how players in contract years, Aaron Judge being a great example, stay healthy, and then the next year they get hurt again. Aaron Judge is hurt again. It's amazing the way that happened. <laughs> it is. Yeah, a toe for Aaron Judge, right? Yeah, and uses uh, – Jerry Hughes in the last year of his contract, but he's going to be 35 years old. Yeah, that's so I don't think he's playing for a new contract, but Grenard definitely is. No, Grenard is playing for what every guy in this league is playing for, which is the second contract. They know that's the one – that's good, but for most of these guys, that's the biggest one. You know, is the is this unless it's a rookie who kind of busted out and now they're hanging around the league. You know, a first rounder who turns out shouldn't have been a first rounder, but he's good enough to be in the league. Most of these guys, especially guys like Renard, you know, he's hoping to get paid. All right, John, my last Hang on one second, Sean. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, if Grenard, the coaches think if Grenard could play a full season, he could be a double digit sack guy in a perfect world. He plays 15, 16 games. Maybe not 17, but he gets 10 sacks. Will Anderson gets 10 or 11 or 12. And then they've got bookend pass rushers. Yeah, that would that be great. They had a little bit. Uh, they always had it with wide, but a couple times Whitney Merciless gave them another effective outside rusher. It wasn't enough years. Man, if they could re sign Grenard, but, you know, sometimes if you get double digit sacks, you got a chance to get big bucks. You do. Absolutely. All right, John, last one. Um, I'm going to go, cause you mentioned they always like having one of these on the roster offensively fullback, uh, Anthony, they signed Anthony Beck who played in Denver last year, kind of a hybrid tight end. That might be their third tight end right there. It could be Anthony Beck where he's does sort of that James Casey thing where it's fullback and tight end kind of thing. But Troy Hairston was a fun story last year as the fullback for this team, the undrafted free agent out of one of the Michigans was it central or Western one of them up there. He was a linebacker, central Michigan, central Michigan linebacker turned, turned fullback. It's not a sexy position battle, but I mean, we're kind of down to like, you know, the back end of the linebacker room. I mean, you mentioned safeties. Um, you know, I think there's some guys who've been on the team a few years, like, you know, Charlie heck, you know, does he, is he able to make the team make an impression, you know, and for other teams, cause he's like Grenard is in a contract year, that kind of thing. True position battle where they're only keeping one of these two guys probably is uh, that fullback position. So, I'll, and especially I'm anxious to see how Slowick, I don't know how much he's going to show in the preseason, but how does he choose to deploy the fullback position that, you know, that's been so important in the Kyle Shanahan version of this offense with Juszczyk? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think that's a good one. And if yeah. you are a fullback in this offense, you got to be able to catch the ball because yeah. when Dustak gets the ball, on a, people shouldn't be surprised, but they like to utilize him that way. And this is an important position. If it's not going to be somebody on the roster like Harrison or Beck or maybe even Mike Boone, maybe, you know, another guy I think could fit that role is Brevin Jordan. I've always thought he gained a lot. Of, he looks like he's, muscled up. He was never a true tight end. He's like a big wide receiver. And if you had him in there as a lead blocker, he's always made an effort to block and knowing that he could catch. And I don't think this will happen, but I'm thinking that maybe it's a possibility like Anthony Beck. Uh, but there's also a chance that position is on another team. Yep, absolutely. And they'll, we know they'll be scouring those cuts. The cuts all come in one time again this year, John. They're not phased like they've been the last few years. I like that. I like that better. I like the land rush of players. That's fun. It's like a whole nother wave of free agency.